The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. And now it's time for Sports Topics with Coach Harvey Hyde. Brought to you each week by Arizona Charlie's Decatur Boulder and Coors. To follow Sports Topics, listen each Tuesday at 6 p.m. And follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey Hyde. And now, here's Coach Harvey Hyde. Well, thank you very much and good evening, everyone. It's time to huddle up and it's time to buckle up and it's time to ride along with us part of the way or all of the way. We just want to make sure you get wherever you're headed safely. Yes, our uh, Arizona Charlie Decatur Boulder Show and Coors Show airs every Tuesday and Wednesday night here on AM 1400. And we uh, start off tonight with a special segment. I've had a young man working with me uh, throughout the spring and through the summer with myself and Chuck Hayes, who will be on a little bit later on this evening on our shows. He's an intern from the University of Redlands. An athlete that plays a receiver, a fine young man who's going to be a senior this coming year, and that's Raji Say. Raji, I want to welcome you tonight, and I want to see how your summer's going. Hey, thanks for having me, Coach. Um, The summer's going great. Um, Just got done with a workout not too long ago and um, talking to my head coach, so getting things started for football. It's looking like we're going to have a season, so I'm looking forward to it. Let me ask you, uh, a normal student uh, activity day for a young athlete who's going to be having his senior year, starting your senior year in football, doing an internship with us and really working hard. You've really done a great job for us this summer, not only on the air, but behind the scenes and learning the whole world of communications, PR, and the whole package. But what's a day like for a young student like you with the academic portion involved with all the activities you've been doing outside of the university? Um, well, a day for me is really um, with me not uh, having a actual job right now because of everything that's going on and um, school not being in um, session for the summer, not not having any classes. It's really what I plan for it to be. So I try to chart out my week um, every Sunday, what I'm going to be doing as far as workouts and my internship and anything else my family might need. And I'm um, trying to fit all those things in at a certain time throughout the day so I'm not just sitting around or getting complacent. Um, I feel like that's something I wasn't very good at at the start of this whole shutdown or pandemic, but I've really gotten better at it. And I've seen some real gains in not only my internship and um, things academically, but um, in my body as well as far as workouts for football. So that's been a, a great thing for me Roger Say joins us, uh, an Indian from the University of Redlands who's been working with us during the spring and the summer months. Roger, is this internship what you thought it was going to be? What are some of the things that have been the pluses and the minuses? And has it really been what you thought it was going to be as far as when you signed up for it? Um, I don't think so. I think it – well, I'll say it's been a really good experience. I, I had hoped for that, and I got that. But there's so much more that I learned about and I've been learning about um, with this profession and what lanes I could go down with it that I didn't know before as far as um, tracking advertisements and different things as far as editing shows. And a lot of things I've been talking about with uh, Chuck Hayes has been teaching me a lot 
about different aspects of the business. So I've really learned a lot more than I thought I was. I, I really was just expecting uh, what we're doing right now, just speaking on the radio, but we've done so much more, and I really enjoyed it. How about the uh, athletic side of it, the competing portion of it? How does that carry over to the things you're learning as far as off the air, or off the field, into your life, especially into your major field? Um, I think carrying that mentality into this is really important. I, I don't want to become complacent. I just want to keep getting better every day. I feel like even um, with doing these um, radio segments with you, I always ask for the film afterwards to see how I could get better as far as what I'm saying and how I'm um, attacking certain questions that you ask me. So I really attack it in the same way that I do um, my studies and uh, football on the field. So I think that mentality is very important. Just to let all of our listeners know, we don't rehearse this segment whatsoever. I ask him to come on the show, and I ask him these uh, questions straight out. Now, how about, Raji, how about your competition yourself uh, going on in, into your life afterwards, uh, your experiences uh, in the field of athletics, competing, your dad being a great athlete, uh, playing in the Super Bowl, and so on. Does that influence you at all in your life, or are you planning on doing it your way? Um, that's an interesting question because I think growing up and early on, uh, my dad, I really did look for my dad to um, to push me, and that's what I was striving to be is like my dad wanted to follow in his footsteps. But as I got older, I uh, found for me that that wasn't going to push me to where I could be my best. I had to be self-reliant in, the, in that aspect to get better. So um, I think, like you said, um, being your biggest opponent, and um, striving to compete against yourself, that's how I've gotten better um, in any aspect of my life, whether it be academically, um, athletically. Um, I think challenging myself every day to get better um, has really done wonders for me. And as long as I stay in the now, as uh, Coach Wissett would say to me all the time, is staying in the now and staying focused on what I can do now to get better and making those decisions um, to be the best me. I feel like that's where my progression uh, comes through the most, is challenging myself for sure. Raji Sayson, just here in our Arizona Charlie Decatur Gold, uh, Boulder and Coors uh, Sports Topic So, an intern for us here uh, with our sports programs in Las Vegas and in the Inland Empire on KMET Radio. Raji, I want to ask you, uh, what have you learned as far as teamwork now? Today's athlete seems to be more me than team and so on. I don't know if you see that or feel that, and I might be putting you right on the spot. I remember when I was coaching, we wore a symbol shirt underneath uh, where our shoulder pads are. Before we put our shoulder pads on, it said, team and then me. Do you feel that's still going on in college athletics? Because that's what it's going to be someday when you get out of sports and out of college, when you work as a team with a business or your own business uh, after football? Uh, absolutely. I think um, a we energy is a mentality that I've been trying to use, especially this year. Um, I think that attacking everything from that mentality, uh, considering everybody over yourself, will make you better. Um, I think that we energy can really conquer a lot of things. Teamwork is extremely important in that aspect. And 
coming from an individual um, mindset isn't bad all the time, but it's it's your it's your uh, purpose in doing so. If you're doing it because you want to help the team, that's when you're going to get the best out of yourself and the best out of the situation for everybody. But when you're trying to do it just to advance your, advance yourself and your own agenda or whatever it may be, um, that's when things can really get complicated and come crashing down. So I think that just trying to consider everybody and do what's best for whatever you're doing, whether for everybody, whether it's in work, a team, anything like that, I think it just makes everybody better and it makes you better too. Raji Say joins us here on our uh, uh, sports topic show tonight. Raji uh, is an intern uh, on our programs from the University of Redlands. Now you've been notified uh, that uh, the SCIAC conference is going to definitely have an in-conference uh, uh, football schedule this year. Tell me your thoughts on that, and uh, how much do you really know about what's going to be happening in the future? Um, yeah, me and my team got notified about that um, not too long ago, and we're really excited about it. We were really just waiting in the, um, in the lanes, not really knowing what was going to happen, but it's looking like we're going to have one. I'm not sure how many games, whether it's five, six, seven, we're hoping for ten. I'm not sure. Well, obviously we won't have ten because it's just in-conference play, but we're hoping for, I guess, seven would be the most. Um, but whatever the number is, and if we get some games guaranteed, we got we got to go out there and do what we got to do. I know we're excited and pumped up to do that. So um, I've been waiting for this to happen, to be confirmed, and I'm really looking forward to it now that it is. Well, one thing for sure, the University of Redlands uh, plays great football, and you do a great job there, and you've had a great career in football. You've had a great career in academics uh, as far as with your grade point and so on. And I went to the University of Redlands, and I'm proud of uh, what they do and what they stand for and the number of championships and the sets that they have is a lot of people don't believe uh, that they've won more conference championships in the state of California than anyone else in the sport of football, and the graduation rate at the University of Redlands is the highest of any as far as regarding the student-athletes that play football at the University of Redlands and the graduation rate. But, Raggy, I want to let you know that we're proud and happy to have you on our show. We have thought Chuck I and Randy Whitsitt and the other people that have been working with you, Kevin Shaw, that you've done a great job. You really have. And we just sometimes wonder if you realize that this is what you signed up for because it is a difficult course. It's not something that we wanted to make it easy for you. You're not you're not one that looks for easy things, but if you want to go after something, you've got to go after knowing it all. I've always said if you learn all portions of what your job is, you're much better at it. And we've tried to give you that experience this summer with your internship. So, Buggy, I want to tell you, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Have a great uh, evening, and uh, maybe I hope, not sure, maybe I hope we can get John again, okay? Absolutely, Coach. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Thank you very much. Buggy Say, ladies and gentlemen, an intern has been working with us here with our sports topic shows uh, the spring, during the spring, and during the summer months. He's done a great job, and I'm so fortunate that I have some people around me, too, that can teach him things that really, sometimes I learn a lot from them, too. So, buckle up. Again, you're listening to our Arizona Charlie Decatur Boulder and Coors Sports Topic Show. We want to thank Allstate Insurance for the sponsorship of our opening segment. You know, their goal is to say, uh, we just want to make sure 
that you're completely satisfied, and I'd like you to call Misty Chadwick in Las Vegas, Nevada. She'll help you out. Call the Chadwick Family Agency at area code 702-451-4409. That's 702-451-4409. So buckle up. We'll take this short time out with you, and we'll be right back. I'm Harvey Hyde. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones, Jr. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. My father opened his first dealership in 1946. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, You'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Wet n' Wild Las Vegas, your friendly neighborhood water park is back June 22nd, 2020. Dive into summer and splash away the indoor blues by visiting wetnwildlasvegas.com with season passes as low as $49.99 until July 13th. Sun, fun, and safety. Wet n' Wild Las Vegas, we are some Terrible Hearst has been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terribles is the place to go for a quick snack, a hot cup of coffee, or a cold drink. Terribles is the perfect place for a fill-up, and with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley, there's always a Terribles near you. And now Terribles has an app. The Terrible Herbs app features games to play, special offers, deals, and promotions. Just go to your app store and download the Terrible Herbs app. Discover all the benefits of being a loyal Terrible Herbs customer on the new Terrible Herbs app, available at the app store. Make is everywhere. I'm a left-hand turn single. Tink, tink. Tink, the guy in front of you had me on for the last 14 miles. And since you're stuck in traffic, you can just sit back and wait. You gonna try to pass on the left? Didn't you see my signal? And if you've got cut rate insurance, things could really take a turn for the worse. So get all state. Call the Chadwick Family Agency. Ask for Misty at 702-451-4409. The Rose Bowl Legacy Foundation preserves, protects, and enhances the future of the Rose Bowl Stadium as a national historic landmark. America's Stadium has hosted two Olympic Games, with a third one coming in 2028, two World Cup Finals, five Super Bowls, and the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl since 1923. It is the epic center of college football and is the most iconic stadium in the world. To learn more about how you can support the Rose Bowl Stadium as it turns 100 years young, visit www.inspire, which spells inspire2022.org. Wet n' Wild Las Vegas, your friendly neighborhood water park is back June 22nd, 2020. Dive into summer and splash away the indoor blues by visiting wetnwildlasvegas.com with season passes as low as $49.99 until July 13th. Sun, fun, and safety. Wet n' Wild Las Vegas, we are summer. Well, welcome back. I'm Harvey Hyde. Huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us every Tuesday and Wednesday evening with our Arizona Charge Decatur Boulder and Coors Sports Topic Show. And now it's time to talk a little bit about racing and a guy I know that knows a lot about racing and I know a lot of you out there sometimes think, well, Coach doesn't talk much about racing. Well, I don't, but I'm going to start because in the city of Las Vegas, there are probably as many big-name major sports success stories in racing as any sport in the sport in Las Vegas of professionals. 
including football, basketball, you name it, whatever. Chuck follows racing, and he's also got me very much involved in racing. And with the Las Vegas Motor Speedway here in Las Vegas, one of the top tracks in America, a lot of kids have grown up around a great environment. Chuck, I want to thank you, and thank you very much for joining us in our segment here and whatever when we discuss some of the racing that you've been following and getting me involved in. Well, Coach, it's great to join you tonight. And, uh, you know, when we're not watching football, college, or the NFL, uh, there's nothing like uh, motorsports. And uh, this year already, uh, even just with the pandemic going on, the NASCAR guys have raced 17 times, and uh, we're on the eve of their all-star race. And normally their all-star race is held in Charlotte during Memorial Day weekend. This year has been moved to Bristol Motor Speedway. So tomorrow evening, 5 o'clock Pacific time, uh, NASCAR's uh, best will be racing on the short track in Bristol. And as we meet the uh, 17 uh, race mark, Kevin Harvick out of Bakersfield, California, is number one. He has four wins. He has 10 top fives, 14 top tens, and uh, has finished every race, which is uh, very impressive. So our guys from Vegas, Kurt Busch, the elder, he is in the uh, ninth position, and Kyle Bush, his younger brother, is uh, checked out in the 11th position. So Kurt is in the 10th, and Kyle is in the 11th, and they're about 492 points. Kyle has 477. That places them about 183 points behind Kevin Harvick. And I think the thing that's most interesting, and I know Kyle is not happy with this, is that he has not won a race. He has seven top fives and nine top tens with two DNFs. Uh, something uh, of a little bit of a slump. Normally, he's running in the top four, but that has not happened this year. He has only led 139 laps during the course of the year. Kurt has uh, only led uh, 90 laps this year, one DNF. So uh, the Vegas kids... Uh, are growing up, and there's another generation of Vegas guys coming, and uh, Noah Gragson uh, has been outstanding this year, and a guy that uh, you know his family quite well, Riley Herbst, is currently in the 10th position. Chase Briscoe is first. Riley on the year is uh, had some ups and downs. Uh, they've raced 15 times. He has uh, an opportunity to uh, have a front-running car with Joe Gibbs uh, Motorsports driving that uh, Toyota Camry, and he has two top fives and has been through some ups and downs in regards to the year. He has three DNFs, which are very, very difficult, but he's up there and he's been very competitive. So when you uh, watch motorsports, it's consistency. It's the ability to adapt to a mile track, a road course, a mile and a half. And I know that's one of the things that you look at as saying from an entertainment standpoint is you're not as big a fan of the road course as you are as the traditional speedway mile-and-a-half or mile races. Chuck, uh, from Las Vegas, as you mentioned, we've got some great drivers and great history in racing. Uh, your your thought on uh, or view of uh, these young men coming out of Las Vegas in their background, Brendan gone at the same time from the South Point car, their background, they have to start real young. Where did that all come from in Las Vegas? 
Well, I think initially before people got into go-karts, and I think the younger guys that are in uh, the races now started more in go-karts, but I think the other people started out at the Bull Ring in, in Vegas before they built Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and then the off-road, uh, because there was so much open territory in Vegas that off-road racing, whether it's motorcycle or uh, uh, buggies or uh, you know a little bit more elevated on some of these great runs, that uh, that's where these people hone their skills. And so racing, whether it was on uh, the desert or at a short track, now this has evolved. And, Coach, let's not... Uh, not recognize that the most important thing for young racers now is the fact that they can race online in the simulators. And these are state-of-the-art where every track is scanned and they're running a setup based upon the actual setup that they're going to race that week. So if you were racing in Pocono, you would have seat time in a simulator, which would really give you the full experience as to how the car handled bumps on the uh, on the track the speed if you will the ability to race in traffic uh aerodynamically uh set up this is all part of this now and the young kids have been in the simulator for many many uh years they started out with what was called i racing and uh when we did not have racing during this uh couple month period of time those were actually uh, televised on uh, national broadcast in place of the actual race at the track. And, Coach, I'd be hard-pressed to say that it wasn't something that uh, wasn't entertaining because it was. The competition was there. Uh, the best part about it was that uh, the cost of the equipment when somebody wrecked or the health of the driver was not impacted as it is in, in the real world. You know, Chuck, I think during this period of time uh... – with this virus uh, situation we have, racing has really been given a lot of television time. Racing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Truck Series, Formula One, NASCAR, Infinity, all these different type of live activities uh, without an audience has given a great, I think, a great deal of exposure. I mean, I talk with you at 6.30 in the morning and when you're watching it win a Formula race or you'll call me and say, Riley Herbst is racing at 5 or 3 or whatever, and I'll turn it on. I think during this period of time of the epidemic here, racing has really got a lot of exposure without the other sports out there. People want to see live action. So that's one thing that's interesting is that I think it has really benefited the Xfinity Series, which is the level down from NASCAR Cup, because in those races, you're not seeing those people for example you're not seeing kyle bush in an xfinity car this year uh you rarely see him in the truck series he does that every once in a while because that's what he loves to do he owns his own team but the xfinity drivers are getting a lot of tv exposure and you're seeing how great the competition is uh in kentucky last week they raced two times in one week uh 200 miles on wednesday and 300 miles on Friday, so here are these uh, young people going out there and being competitive and racing 500 miles in a weekend uh, during the actual week. So that gives the viewer something to see and evaluate when the Cup race is on Saturday or Sunday. So 
compliments to NASCAR and Fox and now NBC coming up after this all-star race uh, to give people uh, exposure. And I think the coverage, coaches, one of the things I've learned from hanging out with you and going to Fontana or being with Rich Myers and covering uh, the Fontana races is that when you watch it live and you see the actual speed, especially on the restarts and they're slamming and bamming down the front straight, uh, the pit stops that go on, TV can capture it to a point. But the raw speed that you get when you're at the site is really mind-blowing. And television, somehow the cameras actually slow it down a little bit to be able to give it a great insight and view. And what they do from a coverage standpoint uh, is really at state-of-the-art. Well, Chuck, I'll tell you, I've learned a lot in going to a lot of these tracks with you and uh, finding out the difference between a hot pass and a regular pass and a pit pass. And I remember we've done a lot of radio shows from uh, Fontana and, and met a lot of drivers and media people that have become good friends of us uh, and ours and the cocktail hour and the cocktail races there used to be and watching the race from the press box with our friends. Uh, it's quite an experience and it's quite a sport. And uh, I had once the opportunity of doing a radio show with you on another uh, network when I was in a pace car in Indianapolis for that big race. And what a great experience that was with some of my friends when we were back there with the uh, passing a tournament of roses. So we've had a lot of experience in a lot of great sports, and people don't really know a lot of the things behind the scenes and how it all, all happens, but I want to thank you for exposing me to racing and uh, letting me find out a little bit more about it so I can enjoy the same challenges that these drivers and teams work together to became, uh, to get on Victory Row. So, Chuck, we got to take a short time out. Again, I want to welcome everybody. Chuck Hayes joins me, and he'll stay with me here the remainder part of the hour. You're listening to our Arizona Charlie Decatur Boulder and Coors Sports Topic Show along with William Hill. We want to thank again for our sponsorship of this segment, which is Allstate Insurance. They say, call us. We want to make sure you're completely satisfied. And that person I want you to call, her name is Misty Chadwick of the Chadwick Family Agency. 702-451-4409 is their telephone number. And again, I'd like you to follow me so I can remind you about our shows. Just follow me at Coach Harvey Hyde, at Coach Harvey Hyde, or go to my webpage, harveyhyde.com, harveyhyde.com, and you can find out additional information. So bug it up. Ride along with us. We'll take this short time out with you, and Chuck and I will be right back. Wet n' Wild Las Vegas, your friendly neighborhood water park is back June 22nd, 2020. Dive into summer and splash away the indoor blues by visiting wetnwildlasvegas.com with season passes as low as $49.99 until July 13th. Sun, fun, and safety. Wet n' Wild Las Vegas, we are With summer. all this craziness, feel like just getting away and driving? But unsure of the safety of rideshares, taxis, airplanes, or even a cruise? At Budget Rent-A-Car Las Vegas, we've added new protocols to an already robust cleaning between customers. We have the best selection of clean, low-mileage cars, trucks, SUVs, and highlines. So get out there with peace of mind and stop by our nine convenient locations. Put away your keys and pick up a budget vehicle. Book with confidence today at BudgetLasVegas.com. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm a left-hand turn single. Tink, tink, tink. The guy in front of you had me on for the last 14 miles. And since you're stuck in traffic, you can just sit back and... Wait, you're going to try to pass on the left? Didn't you see my signal? 
And if you've got cut rate insurance, things could really take a turn for the worse. So get all state. Call the Chadwick Family Agency. Ask for Misty at 702-451-4409. Terrible Hearst has been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terrible's is the place to go for a quick snack, a hot cup of coffee, or a cold drink. Terrible's is the perfect place for a fill-up, and with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley, there's always a Terrible's near you. And now Terrible's has an app. The Terrible Herbs app features games to play, special offers, deals, and promotions. Just go to your app store and download the Terrible Herbs app. Discover all the benefits of being a loyal Terrible Herbs customer on the new Terrible Herbs app, available at the App Store. Wet n Wild Las Vegas, your friendly neighborhood water park is back June 22nd, 2020. Dive into summer and splash away the indoor blues by visiting wetnwildlasvegas.com with season passes as low as $49.99 until July 13th. Sun, fun, and safety. Wet n Wild Las Vegas, we are summer. Well, welcome back. I'm Harvey Hyde. Huddle up and buckle up and ride along with us here with our Arizona Charlie Decatur Boulder Coors and William Hill Race and Sportsbook. Chuck Hayes joins us. Chuck, we had a great segment here on racing a moment ago, and now let's get to football, a conversation that's going or has been talked about, uh, not only on radio, television, uh, the media, as far as will we have football, will we not have football, where are we with some of the conferences, some have decided not to play, some are still wondering what to do, and uh, some are just going to stay within conference play. Your thoughts on that, and let's get going. Well, Coach, uh you know, racing fills the void only to a point. We're football people. We love the game, whether it's college or the National Football League. And, you know, there's so many moving parts in regards to football. And uh, whether it's a, a school like Notre Dame who plays a schedule as an independent, they can't play that schedule without people assisting them. And uh, right now the Big Ten is made a decision in the Pac-12 uh, – to only play in-conference games uh, and how that would affect. And, of course, for USC, that would mean no Alabama and no Notre Dame. And for the Big Ten, that would mean Oregon not coming out to play in Eugene. And SEC athletic directors met on uh, Monday, and uh, along with the Big 12 uh, and the ACC, they're looking at giving some updates uh, in the next uh, uh, five to seven days. From your standpoint, when you look at this and, and where we're at, and again, whenever we talk about college football, we're talking about tradition and legacies and uh, loyal fans and people willing to pay a lot of money and travel. Uh, Notre Dame is, is one. The Rose Bowl is probably 1A. Uh, from your standpoint, what do you see as you talk to people around the country in the good, bad, and different if we were to move the schedule to the springtime versus playing in the fall? Well, some people are for it and some people aren't, Chuck, depending exactly what their philosophy is. Uh, myself, I think uh, I think it'd be great to uh, uh, have the spring football season to, uh, for one year. We've got to make a lot of uh, decisions right now. We could have the full season. I think that we, if we started in February, we could finish it up in April or May. Uh, before school lets out, students may be able to attend the games then. We might be able to have attendance. There might be a vaccination by then, which we all hope. And it'd be a different thing, but I think there's a lot of excitement to it, too. I think the NFL will play football. I definitely think they'll play football uh, in the in the fall, so we'll get our football rush there. And I think that it'll give a, an opportunity to the colleges to change their schedules and arrange their schedules. 
to make sure it's adaptable to their schedules and school schedules and so on for the spring. It would give football year-round, and I think it would be absolutely awesome. There would be a lot of sports going on once they get started, believe me. And I think that the cities and the people that uh, in Las Vegas, especially that the racing sports books will be excited all the time, and I think it will bring back a lot of people to Las Vegas when there's year-round football and after the Super Bowl you get into college football and then uh, the bowl series and the whole thing and then you have a about a two or three months uh, off season and then come back with the full slate again of NFL and college football. Now there's got a lot of things have got to happen but I, I would like to see the big five or the power five stick together. I would hate to see the a pack uh, 12 go their way and then have the Big Ten go their way and the ACC go their way, Southeastern Conference go their way. I really don't want to see that happen. I'd really like to see everybody sort of stick together and do the whole thing, including the Mountain West Conference, the Mid-American, and so on. So, so far, a couple conferences have made decisions on what they're going to do, and others are waiting to make their decisions. And some schools right now already are scurrying around trying to fill their schedules for a fall schedule and and some are thinking about the spring and I and I would assume working on a fall a spring uh, schedule as far as if it's moved to that but I think you've got to have a lot of planning and you've got to be able to do what's right for the student athletes as long as it as it's safe and uh, also for the students and the online courses rather than being on campus I don't know if that's a real college experience I think students deserve that type of uh, activity as far as going to school, so I think it's all part of it. The bands, the cheerleaders, everybody that's a part of a college experience. So uh, I think that they've got to make a decision, though, Chuck. It's getting to be decision time, and like you said, at the end of the month, I think the Southeastern Conference and the ACC will make a decision. I'm not quite sure if the Pac-12 made a decision a little bit too early along with the Big Ten. I would like to see them all make a decision at the same time, because right now, with certain conferences making those decisions, there's a lot of questions that aren't answered. And if you are the Pac-12 and this is what you're going to do, you better decide what your schedule is going to be or what's going on so you can start planning so the coaches know when their opening game is. And currently right now, that hasn't been determined. Now, Coach, when you were at UNLV and you uh, had the opportunity to play a game where economically it was going to benefit the university. Maybe you were prepared at that time for your team to maybe step up a level. How is that handled? And, and is this ongoing situation where economics are so important? This is really show business. There's a show, that's the game, but there's the business side, and there's a lot of television money on the table as well as challenges if fans are not in the stands. From your standpoint, what about scheduling and maybe uh, going for that dollar when your program needs to have that? Well, you know, Chuck, I call those body bag games. I I don't think you should be a pretender as far as in college football. I think you teach kids to go out and do the very best, and if they do the very best, they have a, a chance of winning. And in some situations, they don't have that chance. Occasionally, they do pull the big upset. Uh, but uh, that doesn't happen in a lot of cases, and a lot of teams are humiliated, and uh, they know before they go and play the game when you're a 20 or 30-point underdog, that means that uh, why are you playing this game to start with? So I'm not in favor of that, 
But I do understand the other side of it, that uh, football and playing those type of games allow you to have a football program. And a lot of other parts of the athletic department come from guarantee games. We now used to be smaller guarantees. Well, I call them smaller, but a hundred or $200,000 to play at a certain spot. Well, now it's getting to be a million dollars, $2 million, $3 million to play at some of these scheduled uh, stadiums. And uh, like the Alabama uh, Alabama game this year with USC, that was a $6 million uh, type of investment for both of these universities that now currently it looks as though it's going to be canceled. So it's money-driven as far as for existence for some programs. And now uh, with the possibility of cancellation of the entire football, college football season, it, it's existence for a lot of universities, not just the uh, the 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 other uh, conferences that aren't Power Five, but for all of the conferences, because it has to do with the dropping of sports, like Stanford has already started to do, the pay cuts for the coaches, the elimination of uh, jobs and the behind the scenes and sports information and all these other areas, nutrition, academics, uh, as far as the saving of money. So it's uh, it's so important that college football uh, has a college football season sometimes during the year of this year, either 2021 or 2121, two seasons for the existence of college athletics. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I'm not for body bag games. I've never liked those, but they certainly do bring a lot of interest to the, the programs. Uh, I think that uh, UNLV really had an interesting schedule this year, opening with Cal in the new arena. And then, of course, playing Louisiana Tech, which is an outstanding team, Arizona State, and then going to Iowa State. Those are all teams that are well thought of and would have brought a lot of interest to the UNLV football program. Again, it's very difficult for a new head football coach to play those type of games in an opening schedule because uh, you could easily be, uh, if you split two and two somehow, you should be dancing in the streets. If you're one and three, you should say, that's what I expected. I hope, hope to get one of them somewhere. But there's a chance you don't get any of them. You start conference with San Diego State after a bye week. So, uh, you know, you want to have uh, a little bit, too, of a breathing spot as far as getting your season going. And this might allow, with the cancellation of some of those games, an opportunity for the athletic director at UNLV to put that in place. And, yes, they won't be as uh, motivated as far as financially, but I think if they could put a game, an opening game together, like with BYU or somebody, Northern Arizona is the second game, and some others out there, Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo, Davis, I don't know if these games could fit their schedule. But with these type of games, you have a combination of everything, plus you have a full schedule I think that people need as far as developing a football program and an attitude to enjoy football in the Mountain West Conference and also in Las Vegas. But Chuck... Let's take a short time out here in our Arizona Charge Decatur Boulder Coors and William Hill Sports uh, Topic Show. I want to thank Budget Car and Truck Rental in Las Vegas for their portion of their sponsorship. Give them a call at 702-736-1212. That's 702-736-1212. And again, I'd like you to follow me at Coach Harvey Hyde. So buckle up. Chuck Hayes and myself will take a short time out with you, and we'll be right back. I'm Harvey Hyde.
Wet n Wild Las Vegas. Your friendly neighborhood water park is back June 22nd, 2020. Dive into summer and splash away the indoor blues by visiting wetnwildlasvegas.com with season passes as low as $49.99 until July 13th. Sun, fun, and safety. Wet n Wild Las Vegas. We are summer. Terrible Hearst has been serving the Las Vegas Valley for 60 years. Everyone knows Terribles is the place to go for a quick snack, a hot cup of coffee, or a cold drink. Terribles is the perfect place for a fill-up, and with over 100 locations in the Las Vegas Valley, there's always a Terribles near you. And now Terribles has an app. The Terrible Herbs app features games to play, special offers, deals, and promotions. Just go to your app store and download the Terrible Herbs app. Discover all the benefits of being a loyal Terrible Herbs customer on the new Terrible Herbs app, available at the app store. The Rose Bowl Legacy Foundation preserves, protects, and enhances the future of the Rose Bowl Stadium as a national historic landmark. America's Stadium has hosted two Olympic Games, with a third one coming in 2028, two World Cup Finals, five Super Bowls, and the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl since 1923. It is the epic center of college football and is the most iconic stadium in the world. To learn more about how you can support the Rose Bowl Stadium as it turns 100 years young, visit www.inspire, which spells inspire2022.org. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm that guy with all the bumper stickers. I'd rather be driving a golf ball, but I'm going to buy American-made products with my fifth-grade honor student. And if you can read these stickers, you're driving too close. So when I break for a dog, <laughs> happens. So coexist with Allstate, where agents help keep you protected from mayhem. <laughs> like me. Call the Chadwick Family Agency. Ask for Misty at 702-451-440. Wet n Wild Las Vegas. Your friendly neighborhood water park is back June 22nd, 2020. Dive into summer and splash away the indoor blues by visiting wetnwildlasvegas.com with season passes as low as $49.99 until July 13th. Sun, fun, and safety. Wet n Wild Las Vegas. We are summer. Well, welcome back. I'm Harvey Hyde. You join me with Chuck Hayes here on our Arizona Charge Decatur Boulder and Coors and William Hill Race and Sportsbook Show. Again, we want to thank Allstate Insurance for the sponsorship of this segment. Remember, Misty Chadwick, give her a call at 702-451-4409. Chuck, what about some of the other topics that are out there that we should be discussing? Well, Coach, I think... uh as we move on, we start talking about personnel. I think the uh, storyline of Tom Brady going to play in Tampa and what opened up in New England and, of course, what they did to sign Cam Newton uh, raises some interesting questions uh, in regards to Cam Newton and organizational uh, uh, fit with Bill Belichick. Uh, had a chance to see Cam play for the Carolina Panthers when he came in to play the uh, Rams in the Coliseum and he's a, a different kind of athlete in the sense that the quarterback position about six foot five, two 250 pounds and has his own style about doing things and now he's going into uh, an offense in New England that is uh, run by Josh McDaniel under the watchful eye of Bill Belichick and we've seen many, many videos over the years, the mic'd up of the relationship between Belichick, Daniels, and Brady. And you see that uh, Belichick uh, coached players hard, that's what they say, and that Josh McDaniel would be the buffer. 
for Tom Brady at some point. And sometime Belichick would just let Brady have it the way he wanted to. How do you see Cam Newton adjusting uh, in regards to this organization? And from your standpoint of being with different uh, types of personalities that you've coached over the years, how does that happen where you get everyone on the same page? Well, you have to treat that, treat everybody the same, Chuck, as uh, far as coaching people. You have to demand excellence. You have to follow the rules and the regulations of each office, the uh, time the bus leaves, the time the plane leaves, the time practice starts, and all of the above, the way you represent the franchise and everything you do on the field and off the field. And sometimes kids uh, need that in their lives. I know they did. I did. And I think a lot of kids need to be uh, sort of, saying you don't do what you want to do this is the way we got to do it and we're pretty structured here and we've been able to put some pretty good uh teams on the field here at new england so uh, if you go by what we uh say and what we're going to try to do here you'll probably do all right here but if you don't you'll be on the first bus out of here and i think that's the way bill belichick runs his uh franchise there in new england and you don't have, never can argue with what his record is there at New England, and you can either be a part of it or you you don't. And uh, uh, people are wondering if New England will win. New England will win. Uh, don't worry about that. Will they win uh, the number of games they won with, with Brady and uh, Belichick as a team, along with the rest of the teams, without Tom Brady? I'm not sure. I don't think so, because I think Tom Brady is the best. Now there's a lot of talk about... Uh, Mahomes uh, being the best. Uh, not yet. Not quite yet. Let's don't count that too quickly because uh, Brady is still the one that has won all the Super Bowls and led his team to this type of situation. I think Mahomes is the wealthiest as far as what they're making now, but again, I could have a full-hour conversation on money and professional sports too and amateur sports. But I think that he will adapt or die at New England. He'll either get well and be a part of a program that has developed a lot of players that have been over the hill, a lot of players that have won championships when other people didn't feel they could win championships. He'll be playing with veterans and guys that are disciplined. And if he listens and they put together the type of offense that will fit his skills, I think he's got a hell of a chance to have a great, great career with New England. He's got a one-year contract there, so... Yeah, he can make it or he's gone, and I think it's really his future. I think if they let him go there, I think that a lot of people say if you can't adjust to Bill Belichick and go through what he has to give you, then you might not get signed again. But again, you can, Cam Newton, become a great player again in the NFL by taking one step at a time and competing for the starting position there. He's not like he's not going to compete to be a starter at New England. A lot of people think he's coming in as far as a backup. I don't believe that. I think Bill Belichick will play the best quarterback he has and put him on the field as far as a chance of, of being successful. Now, he brings a real talent, too. He has a, a complete frame of a big guy that can run and pass. Maybe he doesn't have the passing ability that Tom Brady has or the knowledge of the game yet that Tom Brady has, but he has the opportunity to have all of that and learn all of that with New England. So if I'm Cam Newton, I should be real happy where I'm at because I'm going to what you call a, 
a coaching clinic. I've got to be disciplined. I've got to follow the rules and regulations. I've got to pay attention a little bit more to football than I have. And I don't think I'm going to be treated as a prima donna as possibly I've been treated at a lot of the other schools or franchises that I played at. So, Chuck, I really think it's a great opportunity for both. He can be a great star again and regain his confidence, or if he doesn't adjust, it could be the end of his career. Coach Ken Newton's 31 years old. He's played the uh, league for nine seasons. Uh, he made it to a Super Bowl. He's been an MVP. From your standpoint, uh, if you've been in the game that long, uh, you know what the deal is. Uh, you understand uh, coaches. But there's only been one Bill Belichick, and his style is a little bit different. I would give it a little bit of an old-school nod. And uh, how difficult is it for a, a player to adjust who's never been coached in that manner? Uh, from your standpoint, uh, you sat in a lot of meetings talking with coaches about players. I know you deal with them individually, but what about from a team standpoint where the quarterback is your leader? Well, Cam's got to understand that this is the best for him. He's got to understand that Bill Belichick will do the best for him, and he's got to be willing to change in a lot of areas. Uh, he's got to be able to uh, – Bill Belichick won't care about the way he dresses or what he does as far as away from the game. He'll care about what he does with the game. And he'll, uh, he'll be an individual and yet be a team member with New England. As long as you're doing what you have to do, and that means get up early – Get in there, start watching film, spend as much time as anybody else and be a leader, maybe get there earlier and be the last one to leave. If he can demonstrate with that type of leadership to the football team, he'll have a shot. Now, again, uh, conforming to uh, a few barks at you occasionally in front of your teammates or in uh, situations, you might get that growl. You might get that look or that stare of Belichick. Instead of a hug, you might not get too many hugs, but because he pays, uh, he feels good money for you to perform at that level. But uh, this is something that he's going to have to use the term, and I hate to use this term, grow up. He's 31 years old. He should be grown up. But he's going to be working with a man's in a man type of uh, atmosphere with other people that have won a lot of football games. I mean a lot of football games. You can say what you want. Whether you like Bill Belichick or don't like Bill Belichick, I'll tell you what you do. You respect Bill Belichick for what he's accomplished, and that's what I do as an ex-football coach. When you win as many games as he's won, he's doing something right, whether you believe it or not. So if Cam goes in there with the right attitude, he'll have a great uh, success story. If he doesn't and he fights Bill Belichick, there'll be no success story. Coach, it's always interesting to get your viewpoint. You've been around a lot of great players and a lot of great personalities. And, you know, you have a very strong personality. And so were there players that played for you who were individuals that you guys butted heads on? Or did you let the uh, assistant coach take care of that and then you coached the assistant hard? Well, I think that I'd, I'd like to keep it, first of all, uh, with the assistants as far as uh, getting their athletes to perform. But uh, I do have an overall picture of the responsibility, and I know every one of my players. When I watch my coaches coach them, and I know that I know how I would coach those players. And I watch to see if those coaches are coaching the players the same way I would be coaching them. 
And the first thing, you can't coach a, uh, a player hard unless that player knows you care about him. I don't care how you coach that player. And there's some coaches that uh, that uh, write a player too hard without never being positive. And I don't like that either. Otherwise, if you scream and yell too much at anybody, they stop listening. I think you've got to be able to know what pushes that player's button. You've got to be able at times to sit back and even on the football field, walk over to him and say, uh, how's your family doing? How's your girlfriend? What's Everything good off the field? So and to let him know you really care about him or how's your mom or whatever. There's times that you have to be a human being, not just a head football coach or his boss or whatever it's got to be. And once a player knows you care about him or care about his family and so on, he'll sell out for you. But again, you got to know what it takes to motivate that player too, and a lot of coaches struggle with that. They don't understand how to motivate some by screaming and how to motivate some by hugging and showing love. So again, uh, some you uh, discipline very quietly, and there's some that you have to discipline in front of the crowd so that they all know who the boss is. So it's a technique that you have to learn, Chuck, but yet it's something that you can overdo in any way. And at my own, my own, uh, my one uh, statement, you always hear me say, don't mistake kindness for weakness. And I think that's what we have to end on. But again, Chuck, I want to thank you very much for joining us, as you do regularly on our Arizona Charlie Decatur Bowler Coors and William Hill Sports Topic Show. We want to thank Emma in the studio for all the great work she does. We want to thank all of our sponsors. We want to thank all of our listeners out there. We want to ask you to be safe out there. Always buckle up and... Uh, We'll be back with you here shortly in the near future, tomorrow night again. And again, uh, I want to thank all of you and be safe out there. I'm Harvey Hyde with Chuck Hayes. Good night, everyone. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm a left-hand turn single. Tink, tink, tink. The guy in front of you had me on for the last 14 miles. And since you're stuck in traffic, you can just sit back and... Wait, you gonna try to pass on the left? Didn't you see my signal? And if you've got cut rate insurance, things could really take a turn for the worse. So get all state. Call the Chadwick Family Agency. Ask for Misty at 702-451-4409. Hi, I'm Coach Harvey Hyde. Follow me on the Twitter all the time. That's at Coach Harvey Hyde. At Coach Harvey Hyde. I'll be waiting to get back to you. It's Brian Blessing. Weekdays, noon to 2 on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas. Online at KSHP.com. Hi, this is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports, then join us for Sports Byline USA coming up next on the Worldwide Sports Byline USA Network.